Good morning and welcome to Coffee and Cookies. My name is Lindsay and we are so excited that it's Friday because we have a special guest for you. Um, today's show is sponsored by Rookie.io, reputation management to help your business stay in front of your prospects in a positive light. Learn more at www.ruci.io. Nick, we are so excited it's Friday. We are. We are. I'm almost there. I'm okay. almost there. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm almost at the live feed up. Thing, so. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, you know, I need to have like a hand signal. I need to have a hand like, Ooh, like we're ready to okay, go. Yeah, that's a little, that's a little much. A little, little much, a little much, little much. Okay. A little much, a little much. Got it. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Okay. Make sure I have it muted. So when I click on it, mm -hmm. so good morning, everyone. Welcome to coffee and cookies. Thank you guys for tuning in. Oh my goodness. I'm watching my own replay right now. Why did I do that on camera? <laughs> Welcome to Coffee and Cookies. We have a great show today. We have a guest today. She's joining us all the way from California. Yeah. And and I met her through my brother. So my brother's mm -hmm. actually doing work with her because he owns his own digital marketing agency. Mm -hmm. And he was like, hey, Beck, you have a lot of energy. Nick, you have a lot of energy. I need to connect you two, and you need to go be on this morning show. Welcome to the show, <laughs> Miss Beck. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, thanks so much for having me. All right, all right. So so what we have here, what we have here, we're going to go ahead and just do a little bit of the, the, a little bit of the spritz screen. We're going to... What's put, a spritz screen? I don't know what a spritz screen is. <laughs> hey, don't kill the buzz. We need the energy. <laughs> Good morning, Sean. Thank you for joining us, brother. Beck, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us all the way out in California. You are... Is this our first true... Yes. live stream yes. from remote it. i don't know even know if that one went live i don't know if that one went live so you're our first yes. oh wow that's awesome thanks so <laughs> very special uh, yeah you want to know what you, you are special and i love i love the work that you've done already um we're going to be getting to that here in just a little bit let me get this lower third up but a bam right there beck tell us your story girl where did you come from how did you end up in california how did i end up in california so as you can tell, I'm obviously from California. No, I am. Um, I'm Australian. <laughs> and I um, basically, I had done a school of ministry in Toronto for a year. And I really just felt the Lord on coming, coming to the States and studying at a school of ministry in Redding, California. And so literally between, I came out for a visit and I think it was, I came home and I said, hey, family, like, I know it's May. I'm moving to America in September. Uh, I don't have a visa. I have no money. Um, but just so you know, this is what I'm doing. And wow. and the Lord just, yeah, the Lord just completely provided. I came with way more money than I thought I would have. Um, my visa got like expedited. I, you know, I literally got a flight like in August and arrived in August. It was just crazy. The Lord was oh. all over it. Um, and so I just knew I was meant to be here. And then I did my first year of school. Um, I did my second year and I fell in love. I got married. Um, I'm now pregnant. <laughs> uh, it was it was a very it was a very quick quick story, and the Lord was completely all over it. Um, I actually met my husband through a singles group that I had set up, and so now um, we've been I've kind of been serving these singles communities for almost two years, and it worked for my husband and I. And so we decided, okay, it's time to up level and actually start something specifically for spirit filled singles because I came to the school of ministry and there's 3000 people and most of them are single. And I'm like, this is like a smorgasbord. These people need to be 
dating. <laughs> they needed to be getting married. They needed to be doing things for the kingdom, um, you know, creating Holy Spirit partnerships because I'd come from the desert, which was Australia, which I, <laughs> we don't have much of a dating culture. So I was like, this is like the promised land. This is amazing. Um, and I, I, I didn't come to find a husband, but I was like, hey, that would be a nice little like fun addition and and it actually did happen so i was like a little perk cool, now <laughs> right yeah it did not hurt and so yeah then we we launched our platform in in january of this year after working with singles for for the last two years and really working on that platform for like the last year um just trying to create a really awesome genuine authentic experience for spirit-filled singles who love jesus love the holy spirit are led by the holy spirit and want to meet other people who are as well so so you came here from Australia, you mm -hmm. went up in California, you yes. decided that, <laughs> hey, there's a lot of singles here. So you, <laughs> you found a problem and then you said, mm -hmm. I'm going to create a solution. I exactly. It. I love it. So good morning, Thomas. Good morning, Amber. Thank you guys for joining us today. And, and then what you did. So, so what was the solution that you created? So initially it was just for my single, my, um, my singles, <laughs> my ministry school. Because we went into lockdown, we went into a, a pretty hardcore lockdown when the pandemic happened as, as a school, not necessarily even where we were living, and um, just to honor the community. And I'm like, man, we have all these students that are just trapped inside and they're bored. And so somebody said to me, hey, Beck, I know you wanted to do in-person speed dating. Why don't you do online speed dating? And so I thought that was a great idea. We had over 75 people show up to the first one. Um, and it was really fun. It was just super fun. There is actually three couples today. One one couple is married and there's two other couples that met literally at that first speed dating um, night. And some of them dated, then didn't date for a while and now are dating again. So it's just, it's just been really cool seeing the fruit. We've seen marriages come from it. And so we just started doing the speed dating more and more. And then I created a group just to kind of advertise so I wouldn't be clogging up all these other groups with hey we've got speed dating coming up and that group grew really quickly and then people were asking to you know add their friends who weren't part of our ministry school so we created a second group specifically for them and uh, those groups grew and I think there's almost 3,000 people between the two that we've just been serving for you know two years and a year and a half for the second group and um yeah, that's kind of how it all came about. And we had guest speakers. We had people like Danny Silk come and kind of teach on dating and relationships. And I was able to interview some kind of bigger known names in our world that really, really serve this niche and, um, yeah, really minister to them and teach them how to date well. And I was just like, well, what other resources can we get? How else can we help them? And that's where I had the idea of, oh, we need a platform that not only has a dating element, but let's put some courses on there. Let's do some, let's put some resources. Um, let's do online events, things that will help people not only to date, but to thrive and be really healthy while they're doing it. And so that was kind of the heart behind everything that we've done so far. So I, it's, it's interesting because if you look at the current need because of COVID, there are so oh, yeah. many singles that are so disconnected and now, mm -hmm. and now they're coming back into the world and they're, they're going to the bars they're going to the pubs they're going to places going, I, I'm so tired of being lonely. And this is, please understand, this is not just guys doing this. This is guys and girls doing this. Okay. I'm so lonely. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm ready to find a spouse. Like I'm tired of being lonely when I'm tired of dating too. And I'm tired of the, the racket, but, but not only that to move to the second point of what you said, I don't even know how to date correctly. They don't teach you that. Like, like, like no one yeah. goes and goes, Hey, 
you want to date? Here's how you date correctly inside of a godly you know, relationship. Mm-hmm. And here's how you yeah. make sure that, that, that the person that you're wanting to date, that they have the same expectations and the same ideology that you have. Correct. And, and, yeah, and, and that's what you've done now is you're creating a framework, a coursework that couples can walk into, or sorry, singles can walk into and go, great, let me build my foundation. And as I'm building my foundation, I'm more likely to meet someone that has the same ideologies that I have. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and, and if you're watching in the comments right now, I went ahead and and just and just go ahead and dropped uh, the, the the Facebook link in, into the Facebook page link into into the comments, and I also put her website into the comments. Okay, now now this th- this whole ideology is centered around something called Bethel music. Is that correct? Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's centered around it. <laughs> okay, no, 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 um, please, I think please, please is... correct me. Please correct me. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, sorry. Um, so I did come here to go to Bethel, but I would just say that I love Jesus. I'm a spirit-filled Christian person. Um, I've gone to many different churches, um, and the school definitely blessed me, but I think, um, it's not necessarily based around any sort of ideology or, um, you know, this is the church and this is what they're telling us. It's more, Lord, where are you leading? What's your heart on? And that's what we want to be running after. We want to be running after kingdom dating. And how does that look different than the pattern of the world? Um, And that's interdenominational. It's anybody who, you know, there are charismatic Catholics who love Jesus and want to be meeting other people who are on fire for the Lord. So it's not necessarily specific to any one church or any one niche or any one people group. Um, but people who genuinely are on fire for Jesus and believe in the gifts of the spirit. And that sometimes is the differentiator. And I found that even on secular dating sites or even Christian dating sites, these Christians are kind of being underserved. They're meeting a lot of um, people who, you know, have different values around the works of the spirit, healing, miracles, signs, wonders, and they just want to meet somebody who's on this on par with them in those values. So I would say that's more um, the people that we're serving and the and the kind of community that we're looking to, to kind of bring together rather than being associated with one church or one movement or, you know, something that no, no, is more about what, what's God doing in the world right now and how can we be a part of it and steward it really well. I love that. What you did is you, is you took down the walls. You took down the walls of the denominations and you said, oh, yeah. if you want to be spirit filled, if, if you, if you are spirit filled and you're looking for another spirit filled date spouse or go down that direction, then this is the website for you. These are the trainings that you need yes. to have this. Here we go. You ready for this? What I like about this back, what you're doing is not taught even in the church. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah. singles night, right? Like there's singles <laughs> worship, but no one actually yeah. sits down with singles and goes, Hey, here's some curriculum within, within the church. Hey, that, that you, that you kind that you should, you should kind of go through this class. We have marriage classes. Mm-hmm. We have premarital classes, mm-hmm. right? We don't have dating classes. We yeah. don't have dating classes. <laughs> we seriously don't. So, which is so funny because here we have so many. <laughs> I'm like, really? like there's so many. Yeah, I, that's the one thing that I do really love about the church that I go to. Um, there is a real culture around education, around um, thriving in singleness, thriving in dating. We have courses on that that you can go through. 
um, marriage courses as well. And, and there's even one called Love After Marriage that my husband and I did. But we have like a DTR course to find the relationship once you're dating and you're thinking about getting married. We have um, single workshops. We actually, I'm on the leadership team. We just started a, a singles family night once a week where it's literally a meeting of just singles and we're not even focusing on dating. We're focusing on how do you thrive in singleness and dating is one aspect, but thriving in your finances, thriving in your relationships, thriving in having, you know, your heart healthy and um, intimacy with the Lord and, and stuff like that. Thriving in fitness, exercise, so much so that when the time comes to get married, it's almost like you'll mourn your singleness because you're enjoying it so much. And it was such a gift from God during that season. A lot of people don't look at single life as a gift of God. It's more of like, this is the journey I have to, to travel to mm -hmm. get to that Correct. end result of marriage and family and all those things mm -hmm. that people tell me that I need and want. And this, it's like, no, God wants you in the stage that you're in and he wants you to thrive there. He does. Mm -hmm. but, and and, and yeah. I love that because it, like what you just said, it sometimes look as an, it's looked as a negative, mm -hmm. but it should mm -hmm. absolutely be a positive. Right. Yeah. And with everything back that you just said, not only are you saying, I want you to thrive, but now you're saying, I want you to thrive in your fitness. I want you to th thrive in mm -hmm. your, in, in your work. I want you to thrive in your, yeah. in your walk with God. And in doing so, are you, hear, hear me on this audience. You're building yourself up. You're turning yourself into mm -hmm. a leader. So when God does bring that spouse along to walk next to you, you're prepared to lead in that role. That is hot yeah. goodness. Hot yeah and it also goodness. means you're not that's so my dependent Friday word hot goodness <laughs> hot goodness <laughs> it's goodness that's hot um <laughs> but it also means that you're not codependent you're not dependent upon somebody else to meet your needs to fill you up to be in your god spot like you have such an incredible relationship with the lord that he meets those needs for you obviously in relationship there are mutual needs and, and super beneficial but it's not that person's sole responsibility to make you happy. Um, and that's where my husband and I were at when we got married. We were both thriving in singleness. I was running a singles ministry um, as a single and I was dating and I was just really enjoying getting to know these amazing men of God. I'm still friends with a lot of them. And, and so is my husband and just really enjoying the process so that when we came along, it was almost like, oh, hey, oh yeah, okay, am I willing to give this up for you? I'm really, this is actually such a great experience. Now that's not to say there weren't nights of feeling lonely and oh my gosh, this sucks. Like, Lord, when is this going to happen? And, you know, obviously we still have those moments. I'm definitely not like, oh, it was just all beautiful and I was just so in love with Jesus. And, you know, um, but sometimes the best prayer you can pray is, Lord, I don't feel like you're enough right now, but I want you to be. And then there's mm. other seasons where, it was totally fine. And I'm like, Lord, I could be like this forever. And so I think that's kind of the singleness journey, you ebb and flow, but it's, it's believing in the goodness of God. He has someone amazing for me. Um, you know, I know that his plans are good and I can trust in that. And he's never failed me. He's never forsaken me. He's never left me. So I know he's always given me better than the best I could ever hope or imagine for myself. And I know he'll do this in this as well. And 100% blew me out of the water. My husband is not my type. He, I wouldn't have picked him out of a lineup. Um, 100% not. He was just my friend. And one day I looked at him and my heart caught fire and the Lord spoke to me. And I never told him that. And I think that's a really important distinction. But I just was like, oh my gosh, something has changed. And he always says, Holy Spirit's the best wingman because Holy Spirit literally like brought something up. And I saw him for the first time. And I was like, 
he's amazing. We literally started dating and I said to him, have your eyes always been blue? Like I literally just didn't see him um, in that way. And then the veil was lifted 12 days later. Well, we had a conversation 12 days later, we're engaged three months later, we're married. Like it was just a crazy, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a really crazy um, situation. I actually, to give a bit of backstory, I had somebody prophesy over me and we don't, we don't, we have this as a rule. We don't prophesy mates, dates or babies. Um, But my pastor actually said to my entire group, he called out my birthday. Does this birthday or does this date mean anything to anyone? And I said, well, that's actually my birthday. And he said, he was just kind of checking in. Okay. What am I feeling? And he, he was like, no, I really feel this. And he said, you do not have permission. No one has permission to prophesy this. You cannot speak this over anyone but I really feel like you'll be married within six months. And he just released this word over me. And, um, and literally five months and one week later I was married. And it was really funny because he was the same pastor that was counseling me against rushing. And he was like, Hey, I know I gave you the word, but you don't have to do this. Like, like, you know, he was like, yeah, it was really funny. Um, and, and that's what I love. There's so much wisdom. And we, we, we saw the wisdom in waiting. And so, we got married super quickly, but we now see, I'm like, okay, I, I really felt like the Lord was on that for us. Um, and there was definitely a reason for it for us, but oh my gosh, wait, <laughs> wait, <laughs> like a baptism by fire. Um, we, are, my husband and I are the biggest advocates for waiting to get married, like that you will ever meet <laughs> because it was crazy to do it the way that we did. And we were just like, oh yeah, the Lord's on it. And we totally have free will and we can walk away at any time, but we love each other. And I'm choosing you and and partnering with the word and partnering with the Lord, but also partnering with our choice. Um, I think got us through a lot of stuff. And we even say now we probably would have broken up if we didn't get married. And 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 marriage actually forced us to have a commitment when it's not fun. And we had, I had never had that before. I'm like, this isn't enjoyable. This is pushing up against a lot of my my points and it's sanctifying me in a way that I don't really love. Um, and so I'm just going to go over here and you just do you and be, I'll come back when it's more fun. And so, <laughs> we, yeah, you can't really do that when you're married. And so you can't. Uh, no. you can't. And, the, and the beauty is now the fruit of the, of the fruit of what we've walked through. Oh, my gosh, it was so worth it. But I never would have seen that. If I, if we hadn't made that commitment and been like, okay, we're sticking with this. It's my choice. I, I wasn't forced into it just because I felt the Lord on it. Doesn't mean I had to do it. Um, and I never told him, I never told him the confirmations I received until we were like getting married, which I think is also super important. So that's kind of just a little bit of our journey. But I think that's so important for you and your husband as you're leading these ministries to have that experience of hey, we walked through this, we're speaking out of experience, we, we mm-hmm. know and have been through that journey. These are some barriers that could come up or speaking to couples that get married and are walking through a valley, I'm like, I don't, oh. this is all new. I don't know how to navigate this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. <laughs> I think we, the best thing we had was we had a couple who said, okay, you're going to get married. You're going to get married quick. Um, we're not going to tell you what to do, but if this is what you decide to do, we will meet with you every week, every week for a year, we will commit to meeting with you. And so it's been a year and a half now almost. And we have met with them every single week, pretty much. Um, and so they have counseled us, they've championed us and they have 
believed in our marriage more than we did sometimes and that has kind of kept us going and right and now we're like flourishing and you know it's incredible and I'm like oh my gosh this is the other side like we're so in love and like God is so good and the Lord is doing stuff in our hearts and when we created a baby um but that first six months I was like this is the worst thing I've ever done (laughs) um oh my gosh I was so silly and now I'm stuck um (laughs) so definitely very real we're very real about it but that's also why I love talking to singles and being like this is the biggest decision you'll ever make like take your time get to know someone's character get to know who they are because they're gonna be the biggest influencer in your life and enjoy getting to know different people if I didn't get to know different people I don't think God would have had been able to refine my focus refine my vision my type for myself was not God's type for me Um, And I think dating really exposed that. I got to know different types of people. I said yes to pretty much everyone, unless I thought they were unsafe. And um, I was like, oh, I never thought this was like a trait that I would appreciate or enjoy. But oh my gosh, I really value that in this person. Oh, I really, and and they weren't my person, but I had an incredible experience with them. And then the next person I was like, oh, I really thought I desired this in a partner, but as I'm seeing it play out, oh, that's actually not something that I enjoy. And so by the time my husband, Nick, came along, um, I was like, wow, I see character all over you. You were just a man after God's heart. You love Jesus. It's in a different way than how I express my devotion to him. But, oh, I see such a depth of intimacy within you. That's something that I can really run with. And I just saw character all over him, which I probably would have missed before because I would have been focusing a lot more on other things. Um, and he's gorgeous and super cute, but it just was—he's just not my—it wasn't my type. Um, and then I was actually able to see him, and and I think that's another thing, beautiful thing about dating. It the Lord literally speaks to us about who He has for us, the kind of person we need, not the, necessarily the person we want, but the kind of person we need. And sometimes the kind of person we want is based on our past, our cycles of hurt, or you know, it's like when people um, are attracted to abusive people because that's all they've known sometimes people are attracted to certain types of people because of insecurities or other things that's going on in their heart it's actually not the type of person that God has for them and so actually dating God reveals a lot of this stuff as you speak to him and Holy Spirit brings it to the surface so 100% believe in the value of dating getting to know people and doing it with Holy Spirit so let's let's go down that road for a split second okay I'm a person that believes when you are single, you should date, right? Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of people who like, oh, I know, but the breakup is so hard. The breakup is so difficult. Yeah. And me, I was a master of the breakup. Like I can break up with someone when I was dating, I could break up with someone really, really well Mm -hmm. and and very much still have a friendship afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How did you, how did you, because, because you, because you said yes, right? You said, yes, you did the Mm -hmm. dating. You figured out different traits of people that you like and different traits of people Mm -hmm. that you don't like, which is very healthy. That's very Mm -hmm. healthy. More people need to do that and understand that it's okay to date. It's also okay to break up when you break up. It's not the end of the world that so many people try to make it out to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so Beck, from a female's point of view, how did Mm -hmm. you break up with guys and we're still able to maintain a relationship with them? I think the biggest thing is the biggest distinction is I didn't see the initial coffee as like we're in a relationship. So I kept things very low stakes. So I didn't see it as if I didn't want to hang out with them afterwards. 
I didn't see that as a breakup, for instance. So I, I would just have a really good experience with them, um, honor them, have a, you know, just a really great discussion and then be really clear about my intentions following that, or they would be really clear about their intentions. And we would part ways uh, and be like, awesome. We live in a small town. <laughs> so usually what I would say is, Hey, like, thank you so much for taking me out. You know, this isn't after hanging out and chatting. I just feel like this isn't something that I'm really wanting to explore any further, but thank you so much um, for spending, for taking the time and wanting to spend time with me. And, you know, if you see me out and about, please come up and say, hello, I want to know how X, Y, Z is going, whatever they told me about. And that just created really incredible opportunity for relationship and friendship. And I still see those, some of those guys when I'm out and they'll come up to me or I'll go up to them and, Hey, how's this going? And you know, what have you been up to lately? And it just keeps things really low stakes, really honoring, um, I even had a boyfriend before Nick when we were getting kind of serious and I ended up just really, I ended up going back to Australia and just having that separation. I realized, Oh, this isn't actually what I want. Um, he's incredible. Loves Jesus. An amazing man of God. He was leading overseas mission trips and everyone was like, he's so attractive. And I was like, yeah, he is. But for some reason I was like, I just, I'm, he's not my person. We are just not compatible. And it came out over time. And so having to make that call, we, we got, I, I kind of told him where I was at and, you know, we had some follow-up conversations and we prayed for one another. I prayed for his future spouse. He prayed for mine. Um, we left really well. And when I came back to the States, I saw him again and it was a little bit tense in the beginning, but I remember when Nick and I got engaged, we were at a party and, um, that my ex-boyfriend was there and I turn around and I see my ex-boyfriend and, and my, my fiance were getting married in a week hugging. And I'm like, what is happening here? And they'd never met. They'd never met before. And my ex-boyfriend, I asked my, I asked Nick, Hey, what happened? And he said, Oh, he came up to me and he just said, Hey, like, this is who I am. Um, I know if Beck must've chose, if Beck chose you, you must be an incredible guy. And I just wanted to introduce myself to you. And Aww. my, my husband, I said to him, you know, oh, thank you so much for looking after her. She only has good things to say about you. Like you really protected her. You showed her how a man should treat her and you really honored her. Um, thank you. And and then they had this amazing embrace. And literally now when we're out and about, if we're at an event, because it's, it's a small town, so we see people quite often. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. They're like, hey, hey, they're like best buds, you know, just in the moment. Um, <laughs> they're not like hanging out all the time, but if they see each other, they're, they're connecting and, they're having fun and they're catching up. And now he's engaged um, to his girlfriend currently. And I, I've been just chat, being like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. Like it's so awesome to, to part ways. And I feel like that's what kingdom looks like. I even have been on dates with um, some guys here who are now part of our friendship circle. And we just left things really well. We were like, okay, we're not compatible. Like I felt it. He felt it. That's totally fine. Um, and when I came again, back to, back to the States, that person became part of our friendship group. And I actually started setting him up with people because I, I knew, hey, you're going to have a great experience, whether he's your person or not. Ladies, you are going to be so honored. You're going to have the best time with this man. Um, and he started, he dated some of the women that I sent his way and some of them, they didn't, um, you know, he was just kind of getting to know them and, and, and fill them out. But each one of them walked away being like, thank you so much. I feel like this has been such a redemptive experience. This has really redeemed men for me. Um, and I'm just really enjoying the process. And so I think getting around 
we, I nursed some of the most amazing godly men. Um, and I went out with some of the most amazing godly men. And, and I think I just have such a value for, for men in our culture, because I know, I know they're trying so hard to honor the women. I I know that, you know, sometimes they get it wrong, but they're trying their best. So here we go. So two, two, two things. And and then, and the reason why I'm coming up is is we're already coming up on 30 minutes back. You've, you've, you've dropped a lot of gold, a lot of gold. (laughs) Okay. As, as as a father of three daughters, you've dropped Mm -hmm. a lot of gold. Okay. Mm -hmm. But let's, let, 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 let's hammer in on this one. When we're mm-hmm. dating, we kept the stakes low. Okay. Yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. The next thing was, is you were, you were good at setting the expectation. Yes. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and, and the third thing was when you walked away from it, because, because you set the expectation, because you kept the stakes low, when you walked mm-hmm. away from it for, for whatever reason, or if they walked away from it, there wasn't that massive hurt that went along mm-hmm. with, with, with walking away. Like, great, yeah. we can be friends now and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not that there's not this massive emotional, you know, um, mm-hmm. exchange where when you go through that breakup, now there's that, now there's that massive amount of tension. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think not, I think if you watch TV, if you watch the world, the world does it very differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I bought you dinner. Let's go hop into bed together. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's immediately, there's a very short timeline and very fast emotional, physical exchange. And because of that, when you try to, when you try to have that breakup, there's too much baggage there between the two individuals, mm-hmm. which causes yeah. it to be difficult, which causes it not, not just to be mm-hmm. difficult, but now, but now you've, you, you've, you've had too much of an exchange. You're right. And it's, it's too difficult now. Whereas, mm-hmm. Hey, we're, we're, we're at coffee we're dating and I'm letting you know on the front end, we're just dating. We're just mm-hmm. dating. Like, let's go have fun. You know, it's funny because a lot of, a lot of the single guys that I teach and you and I've had that conversation back, you have to make dating fun. Like yes. you just have to, if, if, if you, if, if you really wanting to, to learn a lot about the person that you're dating, make it a fun environment, go do something mm-hmm. fun and make it something, make, and here we go. Right. Make sure when it's fun, it's something that you like, because yeah. if you're doing that, not only are you creating a great experience for you, you're creating a great experience for her one. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing, I'm not gonna go down that road. Cause that's going to be a tangent. The third thing that you repeatedly said was honorable. Mm. honorable like mm-hmm. you said that at least i need someone in the comments to count how many times she said the word honorable <laughs> okay because you said it so many times and that's so key mm-hmm. men men if you're honorable to whoever your friends who you're dating mm-hmm. women be honorable to your friends and who you're dating and again that that de-escalates that emotional attachment Mm-hmm. And now if it works, it's worked because it's, it's, it's more God driven. And if it doesn't work great, we, we can break up and still be friends because you don't have the emotional mm-hmm. attachment there. I love what you said. Mm-hmm. I, and I didn't even know there were courses. Like this was news to me when you were like, Hey, yeah, we have tons of courses here. Great. I need you to share. And if it's courses that, that your company, you know, provides, please share mm-hmm. that in the comments mm-hmm. um, or, or send me the link and I'll share that in the comments. If it's courses that uh, your, your, your current church provides, share that as well, because there mm-hmm. are people that need to be going through these courses because they don't understand and hear me on this. They don't understand the honorable part of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if they understood the honorable part of it, 
a lot of this emotional damage from a breakup, it just wouldn't exist. Well, and I think it's, we've, we know, we, we learn what we know, what we've been taught by our parents. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that, Ooh, that's good. That I already know the is, direction you're going. This is what, like, my parents didn't think this way. Mm-hmm. My parents didn't know anything about this. So, you know, knowing how to date honorably, date honorably, right? like, how, I don't even, I'm 35 and I don't even know what that <laughs> looks like. like. How do I date my spouse honorably? <laughs> okay, oh. let's do, like, you know, if we were. But you're gonna have to teach Tristan how to do this. I know. Which you're gonna is like, I need to figure this out because I got kids and like I don't mm-hmm. want them learning from the world. I don't want them learning how to date from the world because mm-hmm. that's not honorable. So, so here we yeah. go back and real quick before we end the show, do you, is, do you guys have a program that helps teach parents how mm-hmm. to? Oh, she's already nodding her head. Yes, how, how, oh. <laughs> how, a program how to teach to teach parents how to teach their kids how to date honorably. Oh, I was on, I was um, nodding because I was being a good listener, but um, <laughs> no, that is, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that, yeah. So that's definitely something that we're wanting to delve into for sure. Like I said, I... we've been around two, uh, three months now. So we have courses on our website about kingdom dating and how to do online dating really well from a kingdom perspective. Um, that's definitely, definitely where we're wanting to go, you know, navigating engagement really well, navigating marriage, navigating parenting and, and obviously parenting people, uh, children and well, adults um, and teaching them how to date really well as well. That's definitely something that we want to look into because it all starts with identity. I think if you can instill really great identity into your child where they're not going to dating to answer the questions of am, am I lovable? Will somebody ever accept me? All of these big life questions, which dating was never meant to be the answer or give you the answers for. If you know your identity is in Christ, it, it makes it so much more low stakes because you're not going there and going, oh, I'm rejected. I'm a terrible person. No one will ever love me. You're going, oh, they said they didn't want to be with me. That's okay. We're probably not compatible. That hurts a little bit, but I know it doesn't affect my value, my worth, or how lovable I am. And there'll be somebody else, you know, down the road that thinks, oh, my gosh, she's incredible, and I would love to get to know her. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of it, and there's some incredible books on this and incredible teaching on this, instilling identity into children from a young age, I think really helps with dating. But that's definitely a course that we should make as well. That's so funny. I actually had this conversation with my mother last night. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. About how that looks different from when I was being raised to how I'm choosing to raise my kids. And, you know, it wasn't this attack of, Mom, you did such a bad job. It was, no, you did so amazing with what you knew. This is yeah. what you knew. There this you is go. Such a gr- you did so great. Mm-hmm. But I know more now, and I need mm-hmm. to make different decisions because I know more. And now you know that Beck yeah. has a training program yes. that you're going to need to go through. <laughs> oh, and, well. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and here we go, right? Because, because that, that's it, right? At the end of the mm-hmm. day, Beck can reach her audience, mm-hmm. but now it's our responsibility. Now that we have more knowledge, it's now our responsibility that, re- that we start to teach and reach our audience, mm-hmm. right? So Beck, thank you for being on the show. If you notice, this is probably the, the, this is the number one show I've taught. I think this would be the most I've not talked during a show. 
must have been really because i'm such a chatterbox i'm sorry such, it was such good content <laughs> it was so good so, so so we do have a question from the audience uh, oh, yeah. no no because no. we're, we're leaving early today beck i want you on the show again <laughs> okay so let's do it again. you 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 <laughs> dropped so much gold I would love to have you again as a guest. Thank you for being here. We're not going to do so the much. audience. We're, we're, we'll say that. You wanna, maybe we'll do an outtake or maybe we'll bring her in and we'll just do the video. We can go down that direction. But okay. We have a lot of work today. Here, here's my why. We're leaving early today because just like I tell everyone else, hey, you need to leave early. Go spend time with your family. Today, yeah, Nick is leaving early. Nick is going to go spend extra time with his family. Amber, if you're watching, that's why I asked you what time you got home with the kids. Okay, because it's family day. It is five. It is Friday. I don't know what Friday is. Friday. It's Friday family day. Get home. Spend some time with your kids. Okay. Spend the irony is, I probably could have answered the question in the time it took for you to say that, but it's all good. No, 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 no. Okay, so it is Friday. Where are you on your big three? Come on. Make sure that you get it done today. Make sure you get it done early. Why? Because I'm going to tell you. Get home. Get home and spend time with your family. It is yeah. very important that you do that today. Okay? Beck, thank you again for coming on the show. Thank you again for poking me right at the very end. Mm -hmm. Don't think I didn't <laughs> understand that little jab. All right? Thank you for coming and joining us on the show. Hopefully, we get to have you again. You dropped some great knowledge today. Lindsay, we need to make sure that everyone... Rise up. And crush it. Bye, y'all. <laughs> oh, that was great.